This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So I was reading about this thing called medical nutrition. Never heard of it. <laughs> I hadn't either. Actually, you sent me an email and you sent me the name of a person, Jody Smith, mm-hmm. a medical nutritionist. So, of course, I had to do my research and we're going to have her on the show to talk to us about all things medically nutrition related. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you don't even know what <laughs> I to need do more that. coffee is what that means. <laughs> That's right. Um, no, actually, I mean... Well, what you do you think a, of you... nutritionists? Okay, you think of nutritionists, somebody who helps you with your diet. That's one of the first things you think about, right? Yeah, but I actually don't think about it in, com- in combination with medical because I can't recall going to a primary care physician Correct. or any sort of medical practice person and having them talk to me about my diet other than to say maybe mm, I have high cholesterol we might have to scratch that because that's probably a HIPAA violation. But, but nutritionist, um, what you do think about is you think of hospitals that the uh, meal plans are put together by right. quote unquote supposed Nutri- to be nutritionist, mm-hmm. which we know on average within four to five days if you're in a hospital to become malnourished in some element or not, which I don't really get how that happens, but that actually does occur. So there's an issue with uh, are they getting influence in hospitals that are making a difference with people who are very sick? Because if their nutrition is not good, they're probably not going to heal. We know that in concept, but the application here in the United States is at best awful, uh, right. while Europeans are are much more advanced in it. An uh, example would be when I interviewed an oncologist in Sweden, uh, he said the first physician, uh, the first healthcare individual that meets with the family after the diagnosis is a nutritionist. Yeah, and a chef. Yeah, they actually go to their their home and actually take whatever cancer they're dealing with and they teach them how to prepare the foods that help fight and support that cancer and hopefully keep it away if, in fact, they they recover through the, the treatment. It's not happening here. Uh, we actually give them chemo and tell them how much they shouldn't take and what nutrients and what they shouldn't do and blah, 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 or they don't talk about nutrition at all. And that's why Jody's interview later is going to be fabulous for us, just simply because it's changing and we're in Indiana. <laughs> Weird. You you had to say we were in Indiana, didn't you? <laughs> I know. Actually, some of the some of the best uh, best folks are here. Oh, so I think so. I think so. if not, they're all moving from east and west coast. Anyhow, uh, yeah, it's we'll coming. Talk, it's we'll, really coming. We'll talk about that on a later podcast too. So, medical nutritionist. I don't yes. know if it's a kind of a carved out word or not, or if it's an additional thing, or if it's an application that's now coming forth. I don't know if I use um, uh, graduating medical nutritionist. I don't know. It'll the be interesting is, to see. Is we have somebody here who does know. She does, doesn't she? <laughs> she does. She does. Let's so let's turn, interview her. Yeah, let's turn the floor over to Jody Smith. Hi, Jody. How are you? Welcome to the show, Jody. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Oh, I have lots of things to contribute to what you just said. <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> mean straighten it out so that it's, it's actually correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Set us straight. Maybe maybe start with setting us straight on medical nutritionists. Yeah. What what, what is that, it? Yeah, where did it come it? from? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. And really and truly, it's sort of, in some ways, just a made-up term. But the reason that I, I call myself a medical nutritionist versus just a nutritionist is because, really, I am a food girl that relates food to medical conditions. Hmm. So um, I've been a, working as a, a clinician in private practice for many, many years, um, probably about almost 40. And so I have seen a lot of evolution in and the And she's field only of 42, so that means yes. she started when she was two. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, right, go ahead. Well, uh, I think, Dr. Benzinger, you know better than that, because uh, <laughs> I, you, I was working with you about 
20, 30 years hey, hey, ago. Hey, watch it. So you got to be it. aging along with me. <laughs> watch it. I'm not sharing my age either, okay? Get on with it. <laughs> but anyway, what, what I do is I work with um, physicians and with people that have specific medical conditions that require certain types of diet or certain types of nutrition to be implemented to either be complementary or even in sometimes it is the treatment. For example, people that have allergies to foods. You know, a lot of times if we can lessen the load on their gut and lessen the load on their body and then help um, heal their gut, that avoiding those foods will actually be the main healing process that they go through in that particular condition. Other conditions may be like Lyme disease or cancer or blood sugar problems, whether it's insulin resistance, type 3 diabetes, as they're now calling it, or trigger diabetes. All of those kinds of issues have nutritional components. And so what I decided to do many years ago in working with this field of nutrition and being trained by some of really truly the best in, in the world is to kind of carve out a niche where I said, okay, this is the practical part. This is the part nobody gets right, and this is the part everybody ignores. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach people how to eat while they're dealing with their specific um, situation. And that doesn't mean that I don't do anything with supplements or, you know, helping them with other areas, but that's my niche. Excellent. Excellent. And did you find moving into, well, cancer, I mean, often... um you're almost afraid to move into cancer to be blamed that somehow you interfered with the chemotherapy and this patient didn't make it or whatever. And there certainly is worldwide a lot of research that ties together specific types of cancer, specific types of nutrition. So you probably become pretty finite depending upon the cancer, aren't you? I mean, it's starting to head that way, isn't it? Absolutely. There are very specifics with different types and specifics with cancer. But the, the awesome thing is the docs know in their hearts that there is a relationship. And so they want to cover that area, but they're really unsure. And we still have oncologists that tell people, well, sugar doesn't really affect cancer. And you still see a, a few things, you know, coming out of people's mouths like that. But basically what they'd like to do is turn that over. So most of the hospitals have some sort of wellness component and wellness division. And as long as I stay with uh, researched material and we don't do a lot of supplements, they want to see people change their diet. Because for example, with breast cancer, which by the way, if you don't know, one out of six is the newest statistic of women that'll get breast cancer. And then if you take prostate cancer, which is if you live long enough, you will have prostate cancer if you're a man. Uh, Those two cancers in particular, we have so much research data on nutrition and the relationship to the cancer. And if we talk about preventing, you know, if you're in the midst of a a cancer, a primary cancer, the goal is stop that cancer from growing, you know, get it out of your body. But then after that, let's say they even will go to the point of saying, you know, not just that you're in remission, but basically you're healed. There is never the chance that cancer won't come back, especially if you've already had it once. So prevention, you know, even post-cancer is still a very important concept. And how you eat and the uh, risk factor of being overweight now is the number one risk factor for breast cancer. You said concept. 
At the end, so we go back, uh, we've been treated for cancer, there is a positive response, and now the concept of maintaining good, healthy lifestyles, no smoking, appropriate diet, are you finding that to be a war with the individuals you're working with, the doctors you're working with, or just overall as a society issue? Well, I think it's a societal issue because, especially time, the doctors want to see it happen, so they talk about healthy lifestyle. They don't know how to define that, and one of the things that's tricky is you can define it by don't smoke. You can define it by you need to exercise. Those are such general concepts that people may get that. You know, smoking, definitely. I don't think you could talk to anyone where they would say, oh, yeah, smoking's good for you. However, when you go beyond that and you start getting into more what is a good diet, that's the hardest part in the whole world because everybody has their own concept. And certainly over these years, we've seen every trend imaginable, you know, go through the cycle. In fact, we're recycling trends now, and that's kind of cool because you can actually say, been here, done that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, th- I heard the uh, laetrile's coming back around, that whole idea of laetrile, et cetera. But let's not get off of um, get off mark here. Um, you also mentioned vitamins and minerals. Hey, I can talk about everything, but I can't really talk about vitamins and minerals. Why is that? I mean, none of them. You can't talk about well, vitamin D. You can't talk becomes, about... Yeah, but I can talk in generalities, mm-hmm. but that's practicing medicine without a license. And, uh, you know, Got they've gotten pretty strict with nutrition-oriented people with that. Mm-hmm. The great thing is when I'm doing an individual consultation, uh, you know, individually, I can uh, deal with people with things like their own personal nutrition and their, their supplementation. Some of the areas that just about every doctor is in agreement, which is pretty exciting, is, for example, probiotics. You know, I can remember... I'm very excited about doing, that. <laughs> We've heard that term yes, before. Yes, exactly. You are and, I, you know, I know that you've been working very, very hard in this area, and I was thinking back to radio programs that we probably did 25 years ago or longer, talking to people about the critical importance of protecting their gut and yeah. probiotics and Correct. what probiotics do. And now, of course, that is absolutely considered to be uh, frontline medicine. Yep, hot topic, so hot the, topic. The, the docs are all talking about it, and then it's interesting because... Um, uh, we're dealing with their own personal challenge with cancer right now, and my husband was diagnosed with melanoma and very late-stage melanoma, and so, you know, immediately I put everything into play because, uh, for example, with melanoma, it's a very odd cancer. It disguises itself as healthy cells, and so the very things that can nourish healthy cells can nourish melanoma cells, but they're actually doing a ton of work in the area of nutrition because it's such a difficult cancer to kill. The only thing that can kill a melanoma cell is your own body. Hmm. So hmm. probiotics are something you're looking really hard at. They're also, um, uh, with immunotherapy, it's different than um, chemotherapy because what you're doing is you're revving up your own immune system to try to kill these cells, but the fatigue is still an issue. So it was really, really interesting to me when um, my husband's doctor came back and said, hey, ginseng. There's been several hmm. studies on ginseng. Interesting. Wow. And that will help his energy after the immunotherapy. And it was like, ah, adrenals, I know where they're going with this, Mm -hmm. you know. And and it was very exciting to see that they're starting to pick up on some of these things. And, you know, if you have a Google search on your computer, you're, you're, you know, keeping your eyes open. Every single day, there's a new study that's been implemented, finished, you know, contributed to 
that has to do with nutrition because we know that chemotherapy, immunotherapy, all of the different things that really are making some inroads as far as how long people live um, with cancer or how, you know, how much extra uh, length of life we can get, they still know that the only way to really battle this either number one or number two, depending on the day, because, you know, you've seen it, it's heart disease one day, cancer the next day, um, is the number one killer, is that we have got to do things differently. And so in going in and actually teaching people to cook, the way that I do my classes, for example, at the cancer centers and at the hospitals, is they actually give um, credit to patients to come in and learn lifestyle management. And like, for example, at one of the hospitals, they give the whole town credit. For example, if the police officers come in, the road crews come in, the mayor comes in, they get credit, wellness credit, in order to learn how to change their lifestyle. Well, that is an odd city. (laughs) So let me, I want to ask a little bit more from the patient or caregiver perspective, just kind of leapfrogging on your story, because I think of kind of a situation that I'm in with aging parents and having some health challenges and I'm always, I'm always wondering how equipped we are, whether it's our own diagnosis or someone we love's diagnosis, to ask the right questions or to be looking for the yeah. right things, both both in your prof- like in the professional like hospital and caregiving setting, but also it sounds like in your case you do independent consults too. So, you know, if I was a patient or I have I'm a caregiver of of someone, I mean, what are what are the words I should be listening for or the questions that I could ask my my caregiving team? to kind of maybe get to someone like you or to make sure that the people that are helping me are helping me in more of that holistic way? Well, I think you probably um, have to seek it out a little bit on your own, just like you said, ask the right questions. Um, a lot of the way that I have patients refer to me are doctors, for example, that do um, the type of testing that shows issues. So, for example, if they're going to do any type of nutritional analysis, any type of allergy testing, any type of stool-type testing where they're finding out that there are um, real glitches in either digestion or in the gut as far as lacking um, enzymes or not digesting properly or gluten intolerance. One of the things that we certainly know with cancer, autoimmune disease, et cetera, is if you can take some of the load off of your system, then your chances of recovering are much better. So I always use the example, this is an old, old picture that I think Dr. Crook was the first one to introduce in relationship to yeast, but it's a picture of a camel plodding in the desert with the huge load on his back. And then we have the adage, the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. So when we're looking at a patient, we're looking at someone, we're saying, okay, what are the straws on this person's back we could take off that would allow their body because remember, the concept has never changed, and, and I know that um, I've just been saying this for so many years that it just almost seems like a mantra, and that is that the body will heal itself given half a chance. Right. So Absolutely. if we can take the load off of the body and give the body what it needs, then the concept is, gee, the body can do it better than any medicine, better than any doctor, better than any therapy. And so just like any practitioner, they're kind of looking at their patient going, gosh, you're 50 pounds overweight. Oh, my goodness, look at your diet. You know, you, you, you tell me you eat out three meals a day. Well, that's a problem. You know, there's no way. We know that you're malnourished. Now, the doctors say to um, their, their concept to most people is, it's too hard, you're not going to do it, so therefore I won't talk to you about it. But when you <laughs> express interest and you say, look, 
I want to do something. I want to be a part of my um, care. I, you know, what can I do? And a lot of times, especially in the cancer world, the one good thing that they can do that makes them a hero is say, hey, there's these free classes at Cancer Support Community or our hospital offers free classes in health and nutrition. Excellent. Excellent. Tell me something. Uh, you, you have developed something called platology. I have. And tell us a little it's bit a about web- platology, because then we're kind of trying to move uh, some of our listeners into, hey, you're probably loving what you're hearing, uh, and how many uh, families have at least one person they see they're dealing with cancer, has recovered from cancer, has it come back, unfortunately, and would love to uh, contact you and start stepping into this process, because through platology, if I'm not mistaken, it doesn't matter if they're in the lovely uh, uh, state (laughs) of Indiana or anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And tell us a little bit about platology and how you use it and how you benefit people, because the bottom line is confusion is the number one issue associated with not only cancer and nutrition, how it integrates and the science behind it. And it's something that you have spent all your life putting together. And I know we can trust what you've put together. And that's why I want to step down this line. So tell us a little bit about platology. Thank you for that. Well, years ago, um, when I meet with patients, I give them a lot of information. There's a lot of education that goes along with the consultation. So when I meet with someone, whether it's in person or by phone, because I talk to people all over the world, they fill out some information for me, including a three-day diet, a a realistic, if they want good health, a realistic three-day diet, and then a list of their medications and supplements and and their medical history. And with all of the information that I, I glean from that patient, and I put together an individualized plan for them that will include specific goals. So in order to accomplish those goals with changing their nutrition, because we know we don't change overnight, and if you make a really huge changes that are fast and furious and, and they're not going to last, they're not worth anything. So what we're trying to do is literally change lifestyle And most of the changes we make would be for the rest of your life. Now, some may be temporary based on a specific situation, but what we're really trying to do is to move you into that lifestyle that will allow you to maintain your level of health um, that we've improved from where you were for the rest of your life. So there's a lot of education that goes along with um, doing a consultation with someone. So years ago, a medical doctor and I put together, along with the help of a very good um, uh, tech person, a website that was able to deliver information, whether it's videos, audios, documents, thousands of recipes that are searchable based on specific situations. So say, for example, you want to know how to put, how to prepare eggplant because you just realized that the purple in eggplant causes apoptosis or kills cancer cells, and uh, you want to get the eggplant in, into your diet, and you don't want to take an eggplant pill, then you can go and you can search for eggplant recipes and you can find out how to prepare eggplant, how to buy eggplant and, you know, all of that without um, having to go to 100 classes before you get there. So we have all kinds of information that we deliver through Platology. It also is the way it allows you to track your information, document your information for me to do a consultation, allows you to pay online for a consultation, allows you to um, be a member. And for all of your listeners, they have the opportunity, if they go to platology.com, to be on my website for a month for free. There's 
thousands and thousands of recipes and hundreds and hundreds of pieces of information that they have access to, that they can look at, listen to, learn from. And then um, should they decide they want an individual consultation, they certainly can do that, or they can join our website for as low as $10 a month by 99 and have access to new information every month that we're constantly adding. So it's a resource site. And um, it is the way that I manage my consultations at this point, um, keep all my information secure and be able to communicate through a message center that doesn't just throw all of your medical information out online. But the most important thing, the most important thing to me in my whole life is to try to help people to understand that what you do every day has more of an impact on your health than anything else you're ever going to do. Whether you have cancer and you take chemo, have radiation, have surgery, none of that is going to affect you as much as what you do every day. And it's so in that, their control, correct? I mean, that's is. the whole thing. I think people feel out that. of control. They just they do. They yep. just feel out of control. They feel like there's nothing they can do. So platology.com is where they would go to be able to process through this and take steps to do it, whether they have cancer or not, correct? It's not just exactly. cancer. Exactly. Any area of nutrition. Okay. Any area. And, and actually what, I mean, I, I must admit, I, I have not been to the site to actually go through this process to see the extent of this information. It's a lot more than what I There's thought it was. There's a lot of oh information. Oh, my. That, <laughs> I actually did exactly check what it out. people it's want, really great. Yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, you already did? You're of already, course I of did. Of course you did. Yeah. Amy checked yeah. it out. And just for those who are listening along at home, because that would be everybody, mm-hmm. platology is like plate as in a plate full of food, ology. Yeah. P-L-A-T-E. Science yeah, yeah. Of fire. Very, I know. At first, I, like at first mm. I thought it was you know, super scientific, some sort of, I don't know, something. And then when I Googled it and I looked at the word, I was like, oh, like is plate. it a plate of food? I, I love it. It's perfect. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, Jody, I've known yeah. you a long time. Uh, well, just a short period of time um, over the years. <laughs> Uh, but the thing that uh, has been very honoring is that you've never, ever deviated from your primary goal, which is the each individual is the most important person you're dealing with at the time you deal with them. Uh, that was number one. And number two, that a zucchini pizza rocks. It's the best pizza that's ever been made. <laughs> and, uh, well, I just made a few of those because it's zucchini pizza. Oh, my gosh. Um, it was unbelievable. Well, and one of the things I want to tell folks is that there's a lot of people out there that say, oh, well, I would eat right if I could, if I could afford it. And one of the things I want to just really burst that myth, because every one of us have different levels of expendable income. So you could make it easier by buying everything pre-made and all the new Blue Apron and all the really cool, you know, concepts that they have now where they can provide done-for-you good nutrition. However, if you're not in one of those um, categories where you can afford to go out and just do everything done for you, with a little bit of education, you can for a very small amount of money, no matter how many children you have. You know, I have five children. I, I am just like you all. We do farm. We do raise a lot of our own um, food. So that's kind of cool because it cuts down on on cost. And, and I love to encourage people to have backyard gardens. Even if they can't have a backyard garden, they can grow, you know, herbs and they can grow vegetables in pots. There are so many things we can do to take more control over our health. But now, you know, there is a day where you couldn't go to the grocery store without having a guide to take you through to try to find the three things in the whole grocery store that were healthy. And now the, the, the amount of food that is available is stunning. Mm-hmm. We have antibiotic-free meats. 
we have organic produce that, you know, I know my Kroger just increased by about 10 feet or maybe more than that. There are organic produce that's available. The prices have come down, you know, astronomically. We have farm markets in every, or farmer's markets in every community. So this doesn't have to be outrageously expensive. It doesn't have to be super complicated. It can be very simple. And when you make changes one change at a time, then it becomes a part of your lifestyle. So it's something you can do whether you eat out. And we talk about eating out. We talk about what do you do when you're traveling? What do you do when you're in the airport? You know, we meet people where they are because mm-hmm. this is real life. Yeah, and it, if is, you can't it is. It is. Do it. Well, to 90% have it, of the time, it's not worth it. To have it actually custom-made for the person themselves is probably the biggest problem that's out there. So I, we're, we're going to highly recommend that they uh, move to Platology and go from there. Now, there are six of you out there doing this, right? There's uh, Jody Smith, number one, and Jody Smith, number two, Jody <laughs> Smith, <laughs> number three, doing this. Um, but l- let me tell you how much um, that Amy and I appreciate you taking the time coming Absolutely. on. Um, you and I both know we could do about a seven. 17-hour program and and still just start out. And we'll have you back. We hope you'll consider being a special guest of ours to answer questions. And um, I propose, I'm I'm doing this right on air, the idea of us actually taking a certain amount of people with an identifiable situation. We're not going to, we're not going to pigeonhole it yet. And we will then hire you to actually use Platology and your system and report as they progress through the system so that people can understand the cost, the education, and the steps it takes. And we become real time with them on our podcast so people can actually exist with them through that process. Something I want you to consider. You don't have to answer right now, but it's an idea that I think is something we would love to consider on the Humarian podcast, health podcast. So uh, first of all, Thank you. I appreciate you being on. Um, we just love having you on, and, and we'll have you back soon. Great. Thank you so much. Thanks, okay. Jody. All right. So, Amy? Dr. Benzinger? Goes on and on. <laughs> it does. It's endless. Actually, what I love about this specifically is the idea that you can change one thing at a time, which mm-hmm. is actually exactly what my husband did to regain his health, and that it's doable and in your control. And people, I think, get overwhelmed by the amount of things they think they might have to change to live that like penultimate healthy life. That's why but they don't really, start. But it's really one don't. thing. Absolutely, one thing a day, oh, or cost, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's usually but, an excuse that they build in their mind that nobody proved to them it's actually right. not that way. Right. And it's something we talk about forever. And the most important thing is one thing that they're that important each individual is that important right. that they that they can succeed and there are are ways to do it and there are and people that can help them absolutely you don't have to do it by yourself and that's humarian health that's our entire entire job of the podcast uh, yeah we sell what we sell as a humarian company but the truth is we're going to help you with a lot of other things and that's why we hope you'll tune in share this program with other people and continue to grow Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. Humarian.